Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, Big Z here. I hope you enjoyed your bye week. Hope you enjoyed your weekend off from watching Lions football. It was a lot more relaxing, at least for me. And I think the rest of Blue Kool-Aid crew. But on this episode, we're previewing week six of the NFL season and your Detroit Lions, of course. Traveling Jacksonville. Not injuries. Um, we'll talk about the matchup, how we see things laying out, especially if Frank Ragnall's missing. But a lot to talk about. A lot to get excited about here. Frank, Matt Patricia's job is on the line. So we'll be talking about that as well. Sit back, relax. It's time for the pod. This is Drinking the Blue Cooley, a Detroit Lions podcast hosted by lifelong Lions fans. UJ. It seems apparent to me that the most intellectual football fans tend to be Lions fans. Bob. Stafford is the best quarterback in football. Remember what you saw here. Tell your grandkids, don't forget. Red Dog. I believe we're on the precipice of a new era of Detroit Lions football dominance. Connor. Patricia looks like Violet Beauregard from Willy Wonka out there. An absolute blueberry on the sideline. And I'm your host, Big Z. The media knows nothing. The Detroit Lions 2021 Super Bowl champs. We can't wait for this upcoming season. Relax. It's time for the pod. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, we are back after a long bye week. It's October 15th. We're recording this at 6 p.m. I'm Big Z, and this is Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid, and we got the rest of the Blue Kool-Aid crew here. So we got UJ. Hey. We got Red Dog. Yo. And we got Connor. At ease, gentlemen. (laughs) And we are back to discuss some Detroit Lions football in the upcoming weekend on the Lions with a nice bye week. Um, But I can't say that the bye week has treated their injury report uh, with any positives, really. Justin Coleman's not coming back. And this is the injury report as of um, late. And I said it recording this on a Wednesday. This is Thursday. Sorry. (laughs) I made days mixed up. Um, But Adrian Peterson didn't practice due to an illness. Frank Ragnow. That's the biggest development probably is that he was lim- he hurt himself, I guess, on Tuesday with his groin, and now he did not practice on this Thursday. Uh, Desmond Trufant, who played before the bye week, uh, still has hamstring issues, uh, so maybe that's why he performed so badly <laughs> um, in the last game. Um, so that's the injury report. Otherwise, Deshaun Hand, Nick Williams, they practice in full. Christian Jones, C.J. Moore, limited. Uh, Hunter Bryan, our third-string tight end, uh, did not. he has a concussion. Apparently, he played the last game, but it didn't last long, obviously. But uh, what, what? John you forgot? Fox is still okay, right? What? Say it again. John Fox is still okay, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. 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 <laughs> Jack Jack Fox is okay. He's the key to all. <laughs> you, um, you forgot about Bob. He's not on the. He's on the IR too. He's not here tonight. Yeah. <laughs> um, Justin Coleman is still on the IR as well. He's not on the injury report because he's still on the IR. Uh, so who who knows when he's going to come back? That that's the other hamstring injury. 
Hamstrings are a tricky thing. But the the with this injury report, I wanted to dive in a little bit to what the Lions would do if Frank Ragnow is out. What I, so Joe Dahl returned to practice, and he's at full. So he goes back to left guard most likely in this scenario. But I would imagine, at least based on reports that we read in the offseason, uh, what they were working with is Jonah Jackson mo- would move to center. And then um, either a veteran steps up a right guard or they put Bataille there and, and uh, Crosby at right tackle. There, there's a lot of options here. But I, that's what my most likely scenario is, is Jonah Jackson goes to center. Does well, anybody think? Technically, Stenberg is the backup center right now. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. technically. <laughs> but we, we've seen backup centers in the past and then like Graham Glasgow play center or something, though, right? Well, when, Where, you, when you talk true. about O-line backups – Aren't always necessary. Like just because you're a backup at a position, they still might put the nest best O lineman in there anyway. You know, you, you yeah. might be the backup center, but the backup right guard's a better O lineman, and he can play center. So, so Z, who's going to play right guard then, or what do you, what do you see happening then if they move Jonas Jackson to center? Well, that, that that's what I was saying. I think Vitai probably goes there based on what they've been doing with him yeah. uh, so far this year. Um, well, wasn't it, and if not, then playing? they throw a uh, big V at right tackle. And they either have Kenny Wick- Kenny Wiggins or Abushi play right guard. I just don't think Stenberg is ready. I mean, that's just going off what we read. So, I obviously have no visual insight yeah. on that from practices or anything. Well, I would like to see Big V play the position we uh, got yeah. him for. So I would kind of like to see him play right tackle and put someone else in that guard if he's healthy. Yeah. That is, I would if Jonah Jackson was healthy, I would be with you on that. I think your best combination on that right side is going to be Batai and Crosby. Let's I would I would most likely agree with that. I, I'd rather keep Abushi and Wiggins off the field if possible. Well, uh, yeah, Dahl's back, right? So if, if agree. he'll be playing left guard. So yeah, yeah, but I, I um I'm saying if if Big V is at right tackle, then right. No, I'm saying uh, Crosby's not moving to right guard. I don't guard. see a reason to switch up what they've been doing on that right side at this point. Yeah, this and this doesn't really affect it. As far as I can see, and uh, if you're gonna start, if you're gonna have a rookie center have his play, uh, first game, a, a rookie uh, who hasn't played center yet, step up and try it in his first game. The Jaguars are a pretty good team this year to do it against. Um, their their defense is one of the worst in the league. Defensive yards allowed is thirtieth in the league. They allow four hundred sixteen yards a game. Rushing yards allowed, they're twenty sixth in the league. Well, we're thirty second, but uh, we're, we're we're talking about the Jaguars' defense here. I'm not saying the Lions' uh, defense is anything to write home about, um, but it, it's definitely one of the worst in the league. Uh, so if you're if you're gonna have a game to do it against uh, or have Frank Greg now miss, I guess this would be the one. Um, because the 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 Jaguars are hurting. They also they are they already were rated one of the worst teams. Uh, kind of by every analyst coming into the year. Then they beat the Colts week one, and people got excited about them. But then uh, the next three games, they have proceeded to Minshew not Mania play so has good. Dwindled. Yeah, they lost 33-30 to 30 to the Titans, 31-13 uh, to 13 to the Dolphins, and 33-25 to 25 to the Bengals, and then 30-14 to 14 to the Texans. So They're playing some tight games. Tight games, but high scoring. Uh, Gardner Minshew started off strong. Uh, I... This is I hate going against opponents with quarterbacks I actually like. Uh, Gardner Minshew is one of those guys. Do you, do you guys find yourself rooting for Gardner Minshew at oh, all? Yeah, I mean, not... he's basically Uncle yeah, Rico. Like... like he's he's hard not. To yeah, you know, the fun guy. <laughs> but I still hope. Though. I still hope to see Trey Flowers just bury him in the d- turf a whole bunch this weekend, though. So. Oh yeah, we're not doesn't really change that much. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I just say it's you know it's. Uh, 
it's just a guy I know quarterback that I enjoy and I root for especially you always root for those guys like drafted low that work their way up to the starting position and kind of find success those are always cool stories true but irrelevant <laughs> we're gonna destroy him well and and Gardner Minshew I mean he he uh in the last few games has thrown four uh, last couple of games so four interceptions a couple fumbles so there is opportunity there for a turnover <laughs> Um, that maybe we don't see every week, maybe against a better quarterback like Aaron Rodgers. Or something. So the Lions need to take full advantage. Maybe. This is a, If yeah. the Lions lose this game, it's over. Does Matt Patricia he go? He gone. Yeah, he's, <laughs> oh, he gone. He's gone, gone, gone if they lose to the Jags, especially if it's like a bad signature Patricia loss, you know? Because I think since the last time we talked, um, I, I don't think we've talked since the Falcons let go of their GM in the last 13, 14 years and their head coach, Dan Quinn. Tom, so Dan Quinn, head coach, Thomas Dimitrioff, the GM, both got fired. So that's two uh, GMs and head coaches being fired in the last two yeah. weeks. And Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn, everybody says they're tied to the hip. Uh, the Lions ownership pretty much is said as much as well. Um, it, it, that could be the next one down the line. If the Lions, speaking, this, this is this is a team Lions should beat. This is a team Lions have to beat. Speaking of the Falcons, yeah. though, even if we win this week, it ain't gonna matter if we lose to the Falcons the following week. But <laughs> two games we should win. In a I row. think he's on a game by game basis right now. Absolutely. He, keep yeah. winning, keep your job. Yeah. You know, he's got to win five or less next six, or maybe six of the next seven to keep his job. I think so. Right. Honestly, I think they yeah. finish sub. Like less than eight and eight, I I don't see him keeping his job to be honest. Mm-hmm. I don't even know eight and eight might not even it, we'll we'll see. But um, I think the next game he could actually afford to lose, assuming we start winning these next two, is when we get to the Colts. Like that's one where like I think if he wins two in a row and then we drop one of the Colts, he would still get a shot against the Vikings. But he's got to win these next two for sure. Yeah, but fo- focusing on this week's game, um, the Jaguars. Um, they are really hurting on their injury report, at least. LaVisca Chenault uh, Jr., their uh, highly uh, touted rookie wide receiver who stepped up well this year, was limited in practice this week. Uh, he might not play. One of their starting linebackers, Dakota Allen, is out. Uh, DJ Chark looks like he might not be playing. He's their top wide receiver. Tyler Eifert, their top tight end, he's out. He's always out, though. <laughs> Whatever team he plays for, unfortunately. A talented tight end never can stay on the field. A couple of their DNs are out, uh, and one of their tight ends is out. So they're they're hurting. Um, they, we already have more talent than this Jaguars team. Definitely by just even by spending measures, we should be better than them. Uh, this this is a game the Lions have to win. Matt Stafford needs to step up, at least score 30 points in this game. Yeah. Um, th- why? Uh, and th- did you guys see the report? I guess uh, Free Press is talking about it. And ESPN. Him in the pocket. About how lot. Um, about Matt Stafford and his footwork and how he's trying to, or how he has the incorrect footwork right now, trying to compensate for his back injury from last year. Yeah. What do you, what do you guys think? Of, what do you guys think of that? Do you think that's actually true or is that just uh, an excuse? I, I could, could see it being true. I mean, Stafford's been pretty consistent for us. So for him to suddenly dip after a serious back injury, I mean, it at least adds up to me. I'll, I'll take it as they say it. Yeah. I mean, Stafford's, I feel like throughout his career, I've seen he's a few times where he follows up good seasons with bad seasons. But I like that actually explains it to me because he's not playing terrible football right now, but he's also just missing things that are routine and that he just shouldn't be missing. So that would make sense if he's off a bit right now physically. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't explain the eating the sacks and throwing the ball into terrible situations, but. 
I mean, he's honed his craft pretty good over the last few years. It's hard to believe that suddenly his footwork would go on him unless he was compensating for something. So, yeah, I, I could see that being a, an issue with him for sure. I hope it's not too bad, though. Uh, <laughs> if he's compensating for a bad back, that could be trouble down the road, too. Yeah, and uh, we definitely didn't hear about that. Uh, maybe that he just, you know, confident guy and didn't say anything about it. But if that's the case, uh, that, that that is a little concerning. So was this just some fan theory, or what was the where was this based on? No, and ESPN and uh, free, the free press said they were talking to the coaches about why uh, Matt Stafford's been off a little bit. Uh, so, yeah. then that make, that makes it ring a little more true. The coaches would know that. Yeah. Though I mean. You'd hope they would try to not let him compensate because anytime you try to compensate for injuries, you end up creating more issues. So, Ooh, yeah. Not uh, good. So, speaking of the Lions offense, um, Adrian Peterson, as I mentioned, out uh, with an illness. Now, it's not COVID related, <laughs> um, but he might be out Sunday. And, Rudd Dog, I know you like this, uh, at least from a DeAndre Swift uh, perspective, yeah. given more opportunity, right? We've been asking for it. I, this week, I expect, I or what I really hope is that. I don't mind seeing Adrian Peterson get some touches, but Swift and and Carry on for that matter, both carrying more of the load as far as running because I just think they have more upside when they touch the ball versus what Adrian Peterson can do at this point. Yeah, I'm with you, Red Dog. Uh, I, you know, I don't want to see it at Adrian Peterson's expense because he has been a valuable addition. However, I've been wanting to see Swift play more and Carry on play more, so this is our chance. Then, so you know, I, I hate to see it come this way, but. I don't care. I want to see Swift play. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think Swift should get the majority of downs in this game. Just let him have it, and yeah, the only thing them. that's the only thing that's going to hold him back is he, he he's still not quite there pass blocking. I would imagine so. Like that's where Carry On will come in, and that should give him some more opportunities as well. I agree, though. I would love to just see Swift just get all the carries and and stuff this week, like. Like the Chiefs did with their guy from LSU this year, or their first game. Like, they just fed him the rock. Uh, I would love yeah. to see Swift do that. Yeah, man. Just to mention the Chiefs really quick, they signed Le'Veon Bell today as we uh, have this discussion. So, yeah. I'll quote, quote both the Rudd Dog and UJ, the rich get richer, right? <laughs> just yeah. uh, kind of crazy. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, I, did you guys ever think, did you think the Lions had a shot at him? I, I didn't really think so no. with the, our running back situation. Probably, uh, I thought about that, though. When they let him go, I thought, you know, they, he could help his team maybe. But uh, Would you sign Le'Veon Bell over Adrian Peterson? Yes. Yeah. I think I would, too. Just much because younger, he's yeah, more I'd versatile from a receiving standpoint, at least. Adrian Peterson doesn't do much out of the backfield receiving-wise. But, Plus he's younger. Uh, given our situation, though, I don't think he was a critical addition. Like I don't think Le'Veon was no, gonna write no. the ship. So no, no. If he played linebacker or DN <laughs> or something, then we'd be talking. <laughs> um. So let, let's move over to the defensive side of the ball here, just a little bit. Uh. So Gardner Minshew's been sacked twenty times in five games this year, which is fourth most in the NFL. Um. Up to this point. Um. They have Andrew Norwell, first-round draft pick. Uh, Cam Robinson is also on uh, this team. Uh, ten, these Cam Robinson's allowed ten pressures and two sacks. So, I mean, do we think the Lions are going to get after Carter Minshew this week, or we see more of the same? I, I send you guys that chart every once in a while of the Lions' pass rush success rate, <laughs> and it's it's the worst in the league by a the widest of margins. And it's saw, the same saw, as last year. I saw a meme today where uh, 
that's Sam Darnold, or not Sam Darnold. Jesus, Don, who's that guy from the Rams that the lineman? Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. Hi, there thank you. you. Go. Getting old. Yeah, <laughs> he's got thirty-three pressures this year, and the Lions' defense has forty-three. Jesus, this yeah. year. It's not one guy. Over Twitter, yeah. yeah that's, <laughs> that's incredible. Absolutely brutal. It's, it's a testament to how great he is and how awful we are. The same. I mean. Can we just take a moment to reflect and on our gratefulness for having drafted Eric Ebron? I mean, I thank God every day. Drops every a lot. day. We love him. He's welcome to come on the pod anytime. He wants to talk. <laughs> oh, man. Can you imagine? Uh, can you imagine? No. No, I can't. <laughs> hey, you know, guys, I was thinking, why not just convert Hawkinson to a DN? You know, we barely use him as a tight end. Maybe he could add to our pass rush. <laughs> Might as well throw He's got the size. Too. Talking about barely used tight ends. Yeah, right. Well, how about barely used linebacker slash the end, uh, Julian Aquara? Do we do we see him getting more uh, attempts going forward here? Because well, I don't know. It doesn't seem like the staff's like that high on him, just based on what I've read. Like, I don't know. It seems like it's trending worse for him, not better. But I could be. Yeah, there, there's got to be a reason why they're not playing him, right? I mean, they actively benched him one week. Uh, they haven't given him more Half than the nine they snaps in a no game this year. Why. They just do it, and you have to guess why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would hope he starts to show improvement at this point, but if he's still not you know, winning the battles in practice and looking like he's better than the next guy, then he's probably not going to continue to not get much action yeah you do you got to win it in practice you got to win it in practice mm-hmm. <laughs> though i guess will harris supposedly won it in practice so i don't know yeah. if that's worth either so <laughs> yeah well, fair concentration enough. was bizarre yeah i mean hopefully he keeps getting relegated to low usage uh going forward apparently they are moving tracy walker back into that full-time safety role so <laughs> that's good i mean they pretty much have but now it seems more official yeah right uh, but they that was I didn't, that that's that kind of thing is what makes you like think what is this regime thinking like <laughs> yeah so i mean this jaguars offense also has a decent running back james robinson who's been pretty successful um uh they they had those wide receivers i mentioned although uh <laughs> they're all hurt right now uh, so it's kind of a ragtag crew of wide receivers gardner Minshew is going to be working with and that's a good yeah. opportunity for Akuda maybe to step up here. Maybe you can finally cover somebody. Yeah. Akuda is still one of the worst ranked cornerbacks in the league right now, unfortunately. Uh, Well, he can't get much worse. Uh, That's like not even included. That's like including all the corners that play at all. And that's like 113. That's brutal. (laughs) That's not like just against starting corners. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, But yeah, it'll be interesting to see the, I, I would imagine a lot of man coverage again out of Lions this week to get to try to take advantage of this not less than stellar offensive line of the Jaguars. That's what the, uh, Houston did a lot of um, four and uh, occasionally five man uh, rushes, and they did it to great success. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see. But let's uh, let's let's move on to the latter part of our podcast here. I think we've previewed this enough uh, for a little Thursday late Thursday talk here. But now, let's move on to our last segment. It's the most popular segment this side of the Mississippi River um, through everybody's earbuds in the nation. It's, of course, our predictions. So the Lions, three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road this week in Jacksonville, a stadium that has 25% 
home capacity, so there will be some fans in the stands for this game. Hmm. Um, although I don't know how many people are coming out for the one and four Jaguars in the COVID era. <laughs> um, something to get out of the house. Yeah, that's true. Or, I don't know, especially against <laughs> the Detroit Lions. Yeah. Uh, so three and a half point Lions th- set at three and a half point favorites, and the over under is fifty four, which is the, actually the fourth highest of the weekend. All these points being scored across the NFL, fifty four is actually take you over um, in the middle a little bit. But yeah, the way these uh, two defenses have been playing, there is no reason not to take the over in this game. But we're gonna get into our predictions here. So UJ, <clears throat> we're gonna start it with you. All right, take it away. Uh, well, I'm gonna say. Stafford's been hearing a lot of criticism uh, lately regarding his footwork and his erratic play. There, there's all these rumors that uh, they want to trade him to Dallas Cowboys, a lot of crazy stuff going on. But, you know, Stafford's a prideful guy. He's going to want to come out and have a good game this week to show people that he, he can still play. And uh, we're going up against a weak, weak defense in uh, Jacksonville. So uh, I think the Lions are going to have a great day. I think Stafford's going to have a great day. I think DeAndre Swift will get 100 yards. Wow. And Stafford will have three touchdown passes. It's going to be a high-scoring affair. Even Jacksonville is going to score a lot of points. But I think we're going to score a lot more. I think it's going to be 42 to 31 Lions. Somehow we're going to not blow it in the end. Somehow. It's a very high-scoring game. Keep his job one more week. <clears throat> That's all we want. That's all we want. We want Patricia Allen as long as possible. I know you do, Connor. Uh, so, Connor, what do you what do you have as your prediction well, uh, for this week? I can never. It's not in my blood to ever predict a Lions loss. I I, I do think they'll win this game. Um, I think Stafford's going to have a day. I think Galladay's going to have a day. I think he's going to catch three touchdown passes this week. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I think um, what else was I going to say? I think Akuda's going to get a pick as well. Um, I like that. But I think it's going to be a shootout for sure. And even though the Jags suck, I don't think our defense is going to stop them much. I'm going to say 38-31 Lions. Oh, all right. All right. Another high-scoring affair. Tight one. Let's go to Rudd Dog. All right. You know what? Uh, this team, the, the, the everything's on the line in this game. I think Patricia's going to have this team – fired up and ready to get out there i think the deep they've had two weeks now defensive coordinators have every chance to really just drill in everything they need to fix on this defense i think we're going to finally see closer the closest thing to what we've expected from a matt patricia defense i i i think uh flowers and aquara romeo aquara each going to get two sacks jamie collins going to throw in another sack you're going to have two interceptions by one of them's going to be by Harmon. And then either by uh, Walker or Okuda. I'm not sure on that one yet. But uh, and then on our offense, I just think we're going to go off. Stafford's going to, like you said, be fired up to play. And uh, the Lions are going to get the over all by themselves, 55 to nothing. <laughs> Sheer Whoa. domination. This Whoa. is looking, this is when this is when Patricia flips the switch, and this team finally becomes self-actualized so hey whatever kool-aid you're drinking we need to blue kool-aid by white claw Uh, (laughs) no laws no laws laws. i guess win 55 nothing or or blue kool-aid connor no laws when you're drinking blue kool-aid and jack fox is gonna hit a 70 yard is stafford gonna give everyone like his secret stuff like from space jam and then they're just gonna like 
crush everyone? Is that how... Well, no, Patricia is. Oh, okay. Patricia's... <laughs> he's, he's been hoarding it this whole time. That's why they've been so bad. Yeah. He's just been waiting for the right you moment know, to you... be like, all right, gents, all here's the stuff. Wears, all the... And then from there on, it's just gonna they're just gonna roll through the season. They so. drink Gatorade on the sideline, right? But maybe they'd need to be drinking blue Kool Aid on the sideline during Ooh. the game. Oh, that would make them a little <laughs> loopy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my prediction for this, um, I have it at thirty-four to twenty-three Lions. Of course, uh, I do think there will be a lot of scoring in this game. Um, a couple, a couple field goals out of Prater, uh, but. I, I I do like the run game in this to get a couple touchdowns. Swift at least one one receiving, one rushing touchdown in this Ooh. game, and uh, a, we'll have two sacks. I don't know who uh, one from Drod Davis. I'll give him one, and then I'll give uh, Trey Flowers the other one. So that that's my uh, prediction. This is the game that they have to win. If they don't win it, <laughs> yeah, it is, it is more troubling than what we've seen. The more, as much more as a must weeks. win game as you've ever seen. <sighs> yeah. yeah, so I can't wait. If you guys, if we're up fourteen nothing in the first quarter, I'd be like, "Up, oh, it's over." <laughs> no. Well, that's just the be- on their way to fifty-five points. Well, that's so, true. I mean, that's For just you, to be expected. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be I just, like, Dang, I just like they haven't scored played, enough yet. I just like when we play Jacksonville because we get to hear Zach say Jaguars all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Even though what's, I I say perfectly normal. What's but... a Jaguar? <laughs> Yeah, any of that Jaguars laying around? <laughs> All right, uh, <laughs> and we'll just keep we'll, we're keeping an eye out as well because Atlanta had uh, a positive COVID test in their facility, so the Lions playing them next week. It could make things interesting going forward for them. Uh, so we'll just keep an eye on that as well. But thank you everybody for listening. Um, Instagram drinking the blue Kool Aid, Twitter at drinking Lions. Please follow. And then please subscribe to this podcast as well, and please leave a review. We really appreciate it. Um, the Lions are on the road, back to the the playoffs here, at least the two and three. Uh, so, at least yeah. according to the, the blue Kool Aid drinkers. Yeah. So thank you everybody for listening. And last but not least, as always, go. 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 A charging team that will not yield And when the blue and silver wave Stand and cheer the brave Rock, rock, rock Go hard, win the game With honor you will keep your fame Down the field and gain A Lions victory Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.